everyone. Welcome to the movie podcast review of Venom. Let there be carnage. My name is Shabazz and I am one of your hosts. And joining me are my fellow symbiotes, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? Very good. What would your what would your symbiote name be? Uh, like there's there's, there's I'm, riot. There's carnage. You know what would your name be? Eyebrows. Uh, Baptist. Eyebrows. Uh, uh, probably baptismal. Maybe baptismal. Ooh. What is it? Okay. Baptismal. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, it's and, good, right? Yeah. Anthony liked it. Anthony, Anthony liked, liked it. it. Anthony looks like Carnage right now. Our audience can't see, but he's definitely Carnage. <laughs> he's wearing all red. All red. And all he's red. killing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that, also that. Also that. Um, Anthony, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. My name. Oh, that's a. That's that's interesting. I'm gonna say the Italian stallion. Yeah, you know the weird, hold on a second. Weird, weird part is I didn't even ask Anthony what his venom or his symbiote name would be, so I don't know why he gave it to me. And also, he That's gave so me funny. the worst one possible. <laughs> like he gave me like his porno name. Like it's not it's not working for me. It is exactly that. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're here at the movie podcast, and as always, you can catch a brand new episode of this show every single Monday, and watch out throughout the week because we have some review episodes dropping, kind of like this one on all. All the latest movies and series. We've got some great reviews that ha- are coming out this week. So please stay tuned on any and any app you use. Hopefully, if you're using the Apple Podcast app, you've already gone in and given us those five stars because we're we're looking for two hundred of them. And Daniel, we're getting closer every day. I, like I said, you know, if you heard, we put out a great review this week. One of my favorite reviews we've done, uh, No Time to Die. Um, you know, I, I dropped an, a golden nugget you did. Of, of, a, of a little, I guess, catchphrase where I said, you know, we love to leave you reviews. Now it's time for you to leave us. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, drop us that five star. So review. poetic. I love it. And while you're while you're doing all this, make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox. Uh, and you know, join our Discord. We also have an email that you can write to us at. It's hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Check out all of our show notes down below or up above or on the side, wherever you can for all those links and more. Daniel, this is this is your favorite part. This is the part you were born for. Give us those sweet announcements. You know, this is a sponsored segment. So this next uh, this next moment is sponsored. This is paid advertising space. Um, and the people that took the time to pay for this advertising space was us. Oh. So the next ad is brought to you by the movie podcast. Uh, I, all I want to do is I just want to want to remind you all, uh, like Shay said, there's some incredible reviews out on the feed right now. We have an awesome episode that just came out this week where we talk all about the Mario movie. Chris Pratt is Mario. We talk about, you know, Marvel and Disney. Uh, potentially having a lawsuit and going to court to keep the character rights for Avengers. There's a lot happening. Also, of course, we've had incredible special guests on the show. We have another special guest next week coming up where make sure you're following us on our Instagram and our Twitter and our socials because we'll reveal who it is very, very soon. Um, But there's always something great to listen to on the movie podcast. So make sure you're tuning in. Um, And of course, there's lots of reviews to come still. So obviously, we're going to be talking about what if episode seven oh sorry episode eight we're going to be talking about uh the many saints of newark and lots more we're going into a very busy movie season so you're going to be want to you're going to want to make sure you're following the movie podcast 
Thank you so much for that, Daniel. As always, your we notes. paid <laughs> we paid one million dollars for the advertising space. <laughs> that explains why I'm just losing money making this show. <laughs> God, I'm in so much debt ever since we started. Yeah, Again, more than a Super Bowl spot. <laughs> My God. Yeah. And it was longer than a Super Bowl spot, too. It was two minutes. <laughs> uh, again, the movie we're covering today is if you didn't hear it from my voice in the beginning, I'll say it properly this time. It's Venom. Let there be carnage. This is starring Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Naomi Harris, Reed Scott, Stephen Graham, and of course, Woody Harrelson, directed by uh, Gollum himself, Andy Serkis. <laughs> and this In will- Gollum costume as well. As well. <laughs> He's wearing the Gollum costume. And of course, this will be available. Venom! This will be available in theaters October 1st, 2021. Thank you to our friends over at Sony Pictures for inviting us to watch this movie. Anthony, in your most non Venom voice, so Thank your God. real one, give us, give us the synopsis. <laughs> After finding a host body and investigative reporter Eddie Brock, the alien symbiote must face a new enemy, Carnage, the alter ego of serial killer Cletus Cassidy. Thank you for that. Daniel, give us those first reactions, please. You know, it's a it's a very interesting place we're in right now with Venom. That's, you know, the first film was a choice. And there's a lot of choices that were made in that film from, you know, its portrayal uh, of Eddie Brock and Riz Ahmed's character and Michelle Williams' character. A lot of things happened in that movie. And for better or for worse, that movie was just weird through and through. And, you know, there was a lot of anticipation, I think, with this film going into it with, you know, we're like, oh, Andy Serkis is directing this. Oh, they got Marco Beltrami to do the uh, to do the score for this. And it's like, oh, uh, we got uh, we have a new cinematographer that's going to be on this film who's like shot some of the most beautiful movies ever, like Robert Richardson, who's just like like when you look at his like list of movies, he's done some incredible looking films. You're like, are they going in a new direction with this movie? And then you go into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and then you realize, wow, this is pretty much the same movie through and through as the first film. Still weird ass take with Eddie Brock and Venom having a weird relationship with one another. Still just absolutely absurd uh, through and through with just everything in this film. I was laughing so much watching this movie with you guys, um, only because. It it literally just lets Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson just go and just be unhinged in the weirdest of ways. And I and I say that as a good thing because it's entertaining to watch, but I also say that as something that I was completely befuddled watching throughout. I don't know how to really react to this movie. My visceral reaction was like, this is so much happening right now but it's also not a long movie so with everything that's going on in this movie it feels like i'm watching this movie in double speed because it literally starts some weird stuff happens and then it ends so i literally kind of came into it the same way i left it where it was just like i'm not too sure what just happened (laughs) i'm not too sure what i just watched and i don't know where to go from here 
Um, I will say, as everyone has been teasing, the mid credit scene, which we won't spoil right now, um, does set things up for a future that's very interesting. Um, but if the most interesting part of your movie is a teaser for a future movie, it's not a great sign. Thank you for that, Daniel. Now, Anthony, what about you? What are your first reactions to Venom? Let there be carnage. This movie's a mess. This movie's it. It, it was like someone screaming at you for like a good hour and a half. And then you left wondering why they were screaming at you. And this movie is everywhere. I just did. I just couldn't get into the story. I couldn't care for Cletus's reasoning behind his whole action. You're thrown into this relationship between Eddie Brock and, and, um, and Venom. Venom. Well, yeah, even yes, <laughs> Eddie Brock and Venom, and, which is really good, but then it lasts too long and it it overstays its welcome, and you're just definitely why 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 this is not this this really feels like an outdated film. It it's not something that should be a Venom story. This should be taken seriously, and and the reason that the, this movie is making a mockery of the character. I feel like, and I don't know if you guys got the same feeling from it. I just don't feel like they're giving the care to Venom and it's like real reasoning behind this character as they should be. It's uh, you know, that's, it's, it's interesting you say that because it's definitely a choice. Their, their take on Venom. Yeah. I think the best moments of this movie are the internal dialogue that, that Venom has with with Eddie as he's you know giving his inner thoughts of like we no we must eat him like or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's very it's just very it's very funny and it's it's very Venom very Venom from the comics. Like I could see like the comic like is like in the black writing and everything popping up. But again, it's so it's just so paper thin. Like how it's related to that. It's also just very like you said, Anthony. It outstays its welcome that. It, it, so much of the comedy of this movie relies on their bickering with one another that it doesn't feel fresh by the end of the movie because that's exactly what the first movie was where this movie feels very much like it's Venom 1.5 it doesn't feel like it's a sequel for a movie that brought on pretty much a brand new creative team um, and I, I made reference to the cinematographer uh, Robert Richardson who's been nominated for an Academy Award 10 times for best cinematography by the way this movie looks exactly the same as the first movie you know you have a new director voice in there this movie doesn't feel like it has a new voice from the from the first movie it just movie just feels like it's pacing in place this is um this is a movie that yeah. if if i were to describe it it's from the it's from the year 2003 2006 it has no place in the current timeline that we're in right now living and you know anthony you described it as you know you're you're just in a room being yelled at i felt like i walked into a room not knowing what i was walking into a room for they people just beat me up and I walked out of there an hour and a half later and I felt <laughs> exhausted. I felt defeated and I just felt like I didn't care. We, we watched this movie not even that long ago and I don't care about anything that happened in it. But Venom is one of my absolute favorite characters and Carnage is one of my like top characters of all. So how could they how could they make that possible? How can they only like how <laughs> this movie's 90 minutes long and pretty much all the scenes that are you, that trailer of the movie 
that's it. Just watch the trailer and you're done. Like that's the whole movie. All you're really getting on top of this movie is just really horrible dialogue, really bizarre pacing, really just frustrating visuals. The the action is so choppy. It's not entertaining. The dialogue is laughable. And just overall, the movie, it, it overstays its welcome and it, and it doesn't feel like it belongs. Andy Serkis is is not a good director. He's, he's proven that. That doesn't mean that he's not a good entertainer. He's still a fantastic actor and I'll, I'll never take that away from him. But clearly directing is not his thing because he wasn't able to inject anything into this movie that was even a resemblance of good. Anthony, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say, like, we were introduced to two new characters to the story as well. Uh, Naomi Harris as Shriek and uh, Stephen Graham, who plays this police officer who was involved um, in Shriek's, uh, I guess, a transfer or jail or whatever. It, like, it just didn't make sense. But you're in, you're you're brought these two characters are brought into this story and they're given the spotlight, but nothing happens with them. And the stuff that does happen with them, you just are lost with it because you can't really connect to the reasoning why they're there in the first place. Uh, Even Michelle Williams, I just felt like she shot all her scenes within a day or two and then she was gone. And it's just sad because it feels like the, the chemistry between Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams and even Venom being the middleman between the two worked so well, I guess, in the first film. And then it was there, but it wasn't strong enough. Um, yeah, this, this Andy Serkis for me is, is she, he shouldn't be directing movies. He should be acting in them. And I, I give him that, but like directing wise, there are editing sequences, continuity issues, um, weird takes, weird dialogue. It just didn't flow. Like if I was, a producer on this film or even an executive, I would have been like, man, this, this movie should not be coming out. But I think a lot of people are going to look at it and say, man, this Venom guy, he's dope. And I'm going to pump money into them. And they're going to just continue making um, money off of him. But yeah, it's not no, a good movie. It's not a good movie. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's, there's just nothing about this film that this film. I remember when we walked out of the theater, Daniel looks at me, he's like, yeah, this is like, Venom 1.5. And, you know, there are movies that that pull it off in some ways well when we look at A Quiet Place Part 2 where that feels like a part two, yes. like an appendage. This movie is meant to be a sequel, but it introduces nothing new. And in fact, it's, it's worse than the first one because it's so fast paced. I don't care about a single villain. I don't even know what their purpose is and what's going on. There's just, it felt like they were rushing the movie for some reason. It felt like there was a timeline or a deadline to get this out. They didn't put any care. And how do you have this gigantic, you know, character like Venom, you know, who's part of such a big franchise, part of such a big, you know, property, and you give him nothing? It's um, it's interesting because like this film was supposed to come out last October, so there was a rush to kind of strike, and the first film was very successful at the box office, making over eight hundred million dollars. So, you know, it set a precedent that people wanted this character. Venom is a very popular Spider-Man character. People have wanted him for years. He was huge on the animated show. He's been huge in the games, big in the comics. He was forced into Spider-Man three when he didn't need to be there. 
and um it's been just a, a re- he's been a reoccurring like just a bucket list character and we finally have the means to pull it off you know for everything that the first film did very very bizarrely i think just the look and feel of venom uh the first movie nails i think this movie nails that too when you look at venom he looks like how you want him to look he moves and attacks and does this thing and fights the way you would want venom to do so i think they nailed it in that aspect but if you're coming for uh, like any type of story that you could really just enjoy or get behind your biggest enjoyment out of this film is going to come from just witnessing the absurdity that comes with it. They doubled down on everything the first movie did. And for better or for worse, if you love the first movie, you're going to love this movie too. But if you're looking for something that's different or just taken in a maybe just more serious or just better crafted direction. That's not what this movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to say, I wish Venom was able to swing through the city because Venom swings. He has like his own type of web that allows him to swing through the city. And it just, you don't see that. So that, that, that to Mm -hmm. me is someone who, who really enjoys him in the comics. Why isn't he swinging? Why is he, always worried about eating people like i i don't remember him in the comics were like eating people so much he should be swinging <laughs> he should have like an actual <laughs> like crest on his chest but but oh. that's but that's the thing right like, he hasn't met a spider-man yet so he doesn't have like that swinging he doesn't have that emblem on his chest like there's a lot of those things that are missing from being connected to the whole DNA of Spider-Man that this Venom doesn't have, right? You're missing that. It's like building, uh, like even like if you look at the Joker movie, the Joker movie is a Joker film, but Bruce Wayne and the Wayne family are still part of it. So to have like Venom, who is a Spider-Man antagonist, who is a Spider-Man villain, who is so intrinsically tied to Spider-Man as a character to not be in a universe with him. It's a very interesting just take. And I still like just sorry to cut you off, Anthony. It's just Tom Hardy, who is a brilliant actor. <laughs> his line delivery in these movies are just this mind blowing to me that like, it's just so I just, I was just like with my jaw unhinged, like venom watching the whole time. Yeah, you guys are you guys are nailing it. I mean, there there really isn't much other than the absurdity about this film to enjoy. And again, for me personally, I I didn't enjoy it. I I, I wasn't finding the entertainment. I was finding the frustration in it personally, and I kept wanting to like it. I would watch the first one five times before I ever watch this one. And I didn't really, I did not like the first one even like I, I really couldn't. Yeah. The first one, you know why? Because the first one, at least the pacing is at what a a human heart rate should be. This one again, (laughs) feels like they they needed to finish it because for some reason they were running out of time. And I don't know if that's the case. And it really bothered the hell out of me. If there's anything else you guys want to add, please go right ahead. If not, we can get to our recommendations. Awesome. Let's start off with Daniel. Daniel, give us your recommendation for Venom. Let there be cottage. You know, I'm just, I will say, I'm so glad that we had a scene where they yelled, let there be carnage in this movie. Because, you know, you know, I think every 
movie needs to have every movie needs to say their title um but like i said in our in our discussion you know this movie doubles down on everything from the first movie the absurdity the craziness the zaniness and tom hardy and woody harrelson are doing things in this movie that you know they're making their choices they're doing their things and i was weirdly entertained by that alone but i think the pacing of this film this feels like half of the movie is missing i think it relies too much on the eddie venom symbiote relationship that gets old kind of quickly that nothing really happens in this movie it's too much of a half step and it's a half step in the wrong direction so for myself um i'm going to personally say skip it but if you did like the first venom movie this movie's for you so if you like the first venom movie you were entertained by it you liked you loved it then go watch this movie because it is exactly what you would want a sequel to be. Thank you for that, Daniel and Anthony. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm going to give it a skip it. If, if you're a fan of the first Venom, you're going to go watch this Venom, but I don't think you should waste your money on this story because it's not a great story. And I think if you do, you're going to you're not going to you're not going to get a different movie. You're not going to get anything that really entices you to be really caring for this character. I don't I personally don't care for Venom and Tom Hardy's Venom. I I actually lost hope in this movie with the character. And hopefully they do something with him in the future that really brings me back to caring for him. But I don't think the audience uh is going to like this one as much. I don't even think critics are going to like this. Yeah, no, uh, you absolutely nailed it. I'm going to make it very short and sweet. If you like the first movie, you'll like this one. If you didn't like the first movie, you're, this is not going to change your mind. This is a hard skip it for me. I think it's safe to say that whatever. I mean, when it comes to the, the mid credit sequence, you can read about it when that time, when the movie comes out, because you'll be able to see it online. Probably people will have a hundred articles on it. Um, but as a movie as a whole, yeah, skip it. Thank you again so much for joining us for today's review of Venom. Let there be carnage. Of course, we have our Monday episodes that drop every single Monday. And throughout the week, we have our review episodes just like this one. You can follow us at, the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, and more. And you can see all of our show notes down below. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.